wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Shall we hold it to our hands to God and give him all the glory tonight? This is the first night that God is sent to change your story. Lift up your voice and give him all the glory. Let's celebrate him, magnify his name, for answers to all our prayers tonight, for what God is set to do this much. As we begin to come with him tonight, Lord, we thank you, we give you all the praise. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty hand that has brought us to this month of age. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have given thanks. Father, we thank you again tonight. We give you all the glory for this first day. Lord, we return all the glory back to you. And Lord, Father, tonight we ask, Lord, that you begin with us as you release your word afresh to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that tonight you will send your words to us afresh. Empower us by your word to fight the good fight of faith. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we decree that this month everyone shall return with testimonies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Please give God a big hand of praise and you may play with Satan. Tonight, I'd like to appreciate God for this awesome privilege. To bring us the word of God on this first day of our week of spiritual infancy. And I believe that this month you will win in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It does not matter how long the battle has been there. By the power of faith you are coming out victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. Our prophetic focus for the month of March 2020 is fight the good fight of faith. Tell your neighbor fight the good fight of faith. So from that prophetic focus, we can see that there is a fight that we must fight. And the good thing about it is a good fight. Because when you fight with faith, you are guaranteed victory even before you begin. Praise the Lord. And that's why I know all through this much, you shall be victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. Our teaching story for our midweek service is understanding how to build your faith for a fight. And tonight we are looking at part 1A. Understanding how to build your faith for a fight. Now you can see from that title also the word fight. So I believe this month we are ready for a fight. Hallelujah. So what we need to understand how to build your faith, our faith, for that fight. And I know that this much, your faith will not fail in the name of Jesus Christ. We need to understand that the battles of life are not scheduled. So there is no time to be, it's not like a boxing that, okay, they fix a fight between one person and another person so that they can prepare for that day. The battle of life, they are not timetable. So they happen anytime. 
And that is why we must always live ready. Praise the Lord. So at any point in time, we must be ready. And I pray that all through this month and beyond, you will not fade in the name of Jesus Christ. Now quickly, we need to understand that faith grows by the word of God. Remember what we are looking at the house to build our faith. So faith grows by the world. And not only that, faith has unlimited capacity for growth. So which means that your faith can grow and continue to grow and grow and grow. Praise the Lord. So there is no end to the level of growth of your faith. And I want you to know that the reason why we are where we are is because of the level of our faith. So if you want to change level, then your faith also must move to the next level. Praise the Lord. Just as somebody said, for every next level, there is a next devil. Praise the Lord. So for you to move to the next level, then the level of your faith must grow to that level. So that is why the subject of building our faith is very, very important. In Romans 10, verse 17, the Bible says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And I pray as you continue to hear the word of God, your faith will continue to grow in the name of Jesus Christ. And also, faith also grows by prayer. That is another way by which faith grows. Faith grows by prayer. What do we mean? Praying access to the light of this world. What we are saying that you pray for access to the light that is in the world. Because revelation, faith is a function of your revelation. So in order to get revelation of the word of God, you need to pray for access to light. In Psalm 119 verse 18, David prayed that prayer and said, Open thou my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Praise the Lord. So we pray that God to open our eyes to see. Just like Jeremiah says, Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Now the truth of the matter is, you don't doubt what you see. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. When you are in light, you are confident. When you can see the light from the word of God, there is no doubt in you. You are able to face any battle. Your faith comes alive. And I pray that shall be our experience in the name of Jesus Christ. And also we need to know that when prayer is garnished with fasting, the light becomes more intense. So we are not just praying, but our prayer must be garnished with fasting. Just like we are doing these three days. We are praying and we are fasting. And according to scripture, Isaiah 58 verse 6, God has ordained fasting for this purpose. If you look at verse 8a, Bible says, then shall thy life break forth as the morning. Every time we are engaged in prayer and fasting, we have access to the light of the world. And also, if you look at verse 10b, it says, Then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as noonday. So that is why we must take advantage of this season and be asking God to show us light in any area that we are being challenged. Praise the Lord. Because that will be the solution to any issue of a concern to us. As long as we see light, then we become overcomer in that area. And I want us to note also, light is a major product of prayer and fasting. So we must take advantage of prayer and fasting to get access to light. If you are praying, pray for light. 
Just like the Psalm say, open my eyes to see. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The, the reason why you are in that situation is because you cannot see. The moment God can open your eyes, God gives you a revelation concerning that situation. That is the end of that situation. And I pray this evening, God will open your eyes to see in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, when we are talking about building our faith, to build our faith means to make it become stronger or more intense. Remember, Bible talking about Abraham. Bible said, Abraham, he was strong in faith. So our level of faith must continue to get stronger and stronger by the day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, why do we need to build our faith? The more you build your faith, the stronger it becomes for the battle. The more you build your faith, the stronger it becomes for the battle. Remember, we are talking about the battle. So that is something that must come to our consciousness. There is the battle. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are not preparing, if you are not ready for battle, then the devil will take advantage of you. But that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So if you don't want to be a victim or circumstance or situation, then you must build your faith for the battle. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Bible says, If thou faith in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. He said, if thou faith in the day, there is a day of adversity. Just like I said at the beginning, you don't know the time. It's not programmed. It's not scheduled. You don't know. But there is a day of adversity. So if you faith on that day, it means your strength is small. And I want you to understand there is no challenge that will come our way that we don't have the ability to overcome. Praise the Lord. But it is our responsibility to build our faith to match whatever battle that will be coming our way. And I pray that your faith will continue to grow exceedingly in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, we need to know that faith is the most valuable asset of every child of God after salvation. That is the most valuable asset you have. That is why we call it the work of faith. Praise the Lord. So we are in a journey of faith. Anyone that will walk with God must be a man, a woman of faith. So that is why faith is very valuable. Also, faith in the spiritual art of every believer. Faith is the spiritual art of every believer. That's why somebody said, faith failure is worse than art failure. So our faith is very, very vital to our existence as Christians. Bishop also said, you have not failed until your faith fails. Hallelujah. So just to let us understand the importance of faith so that we can commit to building our faith. The same way you look after your heart because when the heart packs off, that is the end. There is no replacement for the heart. Praise the Lord. You know, unlike when you have kidney, you can have kidney transplant because maybe you have two, somebody can give you one. But the heart is only one. Praise the Lord. So you can only have heart transplant when the other person is dead. So that is why also for us, faith is vital. It's our heartbeat that we must take care of. Praise the Lord. And I pray God will grant more understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, we need to understand that what the devil targets is your faith. Because he knows that you are unstoppable with faith. Praise the Lord. You may not have the money in your pocket. But when you have faith, you have more than what money can achieve. Praise the Lord. So that is why I believe Jesus prayed for Peter in Luke chapter 22, 
verse 31. Bible says, And the Lord said unto Simon, 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 behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may shift you as wheat. Verse 32. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou converted strength in thy brethren. So Jesus prayed for him. And he prayed especially for his faith not to fail. And I pray for you this evening. Your faith will not fail in the name of Jesus Christ. So in other words, faith is the major weapon to defeat our enemy in any battle of life. Faith, that is the major, is the principal weapon to defeat our enemy in any battle of life. We read shortly in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16, say above all, say taking the seed of it, that is one major instrument that the devil cannot overcome. Praise the Lord. And I pray your faith shall continue to be stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus Christ. The stronger your faith, the sweeter your victory. The more than conqueror you are. That is what we are saying. Hallelujah. Now quickly tonight, how does faith grow? Specifically, we want to look at two points. Tonight, how faith grows. Number one, faith grows by hearing and understanding the word of God. Praise the Lord. Faith grows by what? By hearing and understanding the word of God. Now, our challenge is not about hearing, but understanding the word. There is a difference between hearing and understanding. Praise the Lord. Until you understand, you have not heard the word of God. It is your understanding that delivers the power the word of God carries. Praise the Lord. In the book of Acts chapter 8, if you read verse 30 to 37, we know the story of this man that was coming from Jerusalem and he was reading the scripture, but he did not understand what he was reading until Philip came and helped his understanding. The moment he understood what he was reading, faith came alive. It was reading, it was literate. So it's not about being literate, not knowing how to read or hearing. But the most important thing that makes your faith to grow is what you understand. Praise the Lord. And I pray God will grant us some understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. So the word that built your faith must enter into your spirit. Praise the Lord. If it's to be, if we are to be to be left with what we are hearing, by now our faith should have gone far. But it's not about hearing, it's not about reading, but it's about understanding what you are reading. It's about understanding what you are hearing. That is what builds your faith. Praise the Lord. So it's about building block on block. As you are hearing, ensure you have understanding. That is most important. Praise the Lord. Because without understanding, there cannot be faith. Until you understand the word of God, that is when faith comes alive. Hallelujah. I pray that even tonight, God will grant more understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two. Faith grows by meditating on the word. Faith grows by meditating on the word. Because meditation boosts spiritual understanding. So while we are doing meditation, it's for us to increase, to enhance our understanding. Especially talking about spiritual understanding. And I believe last week we were, talk, we were told about meditation as well. In book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul speaking there to Timothy, said, I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Now, in verse 15, he said, Meditate upon these things. 
give thyself only to them that their property may appear to all. Praise the Lord. Now, it was talking about giving attendance to reading, to exhortation. But not just only that, but meditate upon these things. Now, meditation is all about thinking about the world. Praise the Lord. It's about brooding about the world. When you hear the word of God, you don't just leave it like that. You go back and begin to brood about, think about it. That is the point of incubation. That is when the Holy Ghost begins to give you the right interpretation as it applies to you. Now, listen to this. When we are hearing the word of God, we are many that hear the word. But our situations are different from one to another. Praise the Lord. But when you now sit back and you begin to meditate, that is when Holy Spirit begins to give you your whole personal interpretation of the world. Praise the Lord. If you don't meditate, you may not get anything out of it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the word of God is wrong. It's wrong. It's like when we have crude oil or crude raw gold, that it needs to be processed refined before you begin to get all the products that you have from it. So meditation is a process of processing the word of God so that you can get the best out of it. That's what I say, so that your profiting may appear to all. Now, the word of God is profitable, but if you don't meditate, you cannot assess the profit that is there. Praise the Lord. So, we must cultivate an abbey and heart of meditation. Praise the Lord. And that is why at times you can be reading a scripture, one verse, and you'll be there 30 minutes. You are still reading upon it. And that is when God begins to minister to you. That's when God begins to show you things. Hallelujah. And when you see this thing, it empowers you. It gives you confidence. Praise the Lord. It gives you an assurance that the situation is settled. Praise the Lord. So what the people of the world, what they do, you have people, they call motivational speakers. That is what they do. They try to sign people up to face challenges. They call them, they begin to say something that they can build them up, confident to face the situation. Praise the Lord. So that is the same thing we assess in the world when we begin to meditate the word of God. The Holy Spirit begin to minister to you. Begin to open your eyes to see the situation as very little. Just like God said on Sunday, that we must be lead to every challenge. And that is what happens when you begin to meditate. The, the Holy Spirit makes you to see that that situation is nothing. And that is how you can come out and begin to make the declaration of it. And I pray tonight, God, we open your eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. The book of Psalm 119, verse 97 to 100. David also, saw, also said that it is my meditation all the day. He's talking about the word of God all the day. Let it be. Wherever you are finding, let the word of God be coming in your mind and be thinking about it. God will grant more understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, quickly, the faith that must that works must be that something that you need to take note for the faith that must work. Does it mean that some faith that doesn't work? A lot of people claim they have faith, but it's not faith. Because faith without work is what? It's fake. So faith that must work must be one, personally built faith. The faith that will work for you must be all personally built faith. Hallelujah. So building your faith is an individual task. It cannot be delegated or you cannot appropriate someone's as faith. No matter how close you are. That they say in my place that it Dagobaba Kugomala. The faith of a father does not say the word of the child. No. You can't say that my husband has faith, then so I'm fine. No, it doesn't cover you. You have to build the faith that will work for you 
must be the one you build personally. Praise the Lord. In Hebrews, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. The Bible says, Behold, a soul which is seated on is not upright in him, but the judge shall live by his faith. So it's not just by faith, it's by his faith. So personalize it. So the just, and everyone of us, we are the just, but the just will live by his faith. And that is why we're talking about faith that it is important to our living as Christians. So if you have to live, you must live by faith. And it has to be your faith. Now, thank God for the revelation we get from the altar for God's Sabbath. But apart from that, you need to go and build your own faith. Praise the Lord. Now, that is why it is strangers for, for you to be following somebody without you seeing the front. Now, if, you, if I'm driving now and I'm, I don't have the headlight and I'm following somebody's line, I will be very, very courteous. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. So I won't be free to drive the way I like. But when I have my own life, I can go at any light. So if the person is slowing down, you can't overtake the person because you depend on his life to move. So you'll be stuck. So that is the same thing in life. If you are relying on somebody else's faith, it cannot work for you. So that is why the faith that works will be one that is personally being. I pray that God will understand the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, the faith that must work must be revelational, built faith. It must be built on revelation. Now, this is what the Bible talks about in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, that faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Every faith that's not, is not anchored on any scripture is fake. So, your faith must be based on what God has revealed to you. It's a proof that you have that this is what God has revealed to me. Praise the Lord. So, if you are waiting then you have something you hold in your hand as everything. There is a revelation that God has revealed to you. And because it's based on the revelation of the world, it can stand the test of time. Praise the Lord. Because it's revealed to you in the world. And the word of God cannot fail. Even if everything around you is failing, if everything is falling. But because your faith is based on the revelation of the world, you will still stand. Praise the Lord. That is the kind of faith that works. And I pray God will give you understand the name of Jesus Christ. Because it is difficult to doubt what you see. God has revealed it to you. You've seen it. Praise the Lord. John Lagos always say when he said he saw that scripture that God took his infirmity. He said he saw it, it was like a favorite thing that it was like it was carrying something on his head and Jesus took it. So it is difficult for him to be sick or to see himself sick because it was revealed to him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that is the kind of faith that works for us. So don't just say I have faith. Most of the time we talk about faith is just mental assent that I believe is, uh, is in the world. No, but it has been something that God has revealed to you. No matter who is telling you something contrary, you say no. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember when God told him about starting the ministry, he said he went to a man of God respected and he told him God spoke to me about this and that. But he said no, you have not had God. But he said, no, I know that I had God. If I pretend, then I will not succeed anything I do. He was so convinced about what God has revealed to him. So that is the kind of faith that works. And I pray that God will continue to give us more revelation in the name of Jesus Christ. And lastly tonight, what is unique about Bible faith? Quickly, we look at three things. What are the uniqueness about Bible faith? Number one, Bible faith is of the heart, not of the head. It's of the heart. It's not of the head. Bible faith 
is of the heart and not of the head. Number two, Bible faith taps into the power of God for our desire to turn around. So it's not in your power. You are tapping into the power of the Almighty because faith brings you to the class of God. Remember I'm saying, with God all things are possible. And also for everyone that believes all things are possible. So the Bible faith makes you to tap into the power of the Almighty for your desire to turn around. And lastly, Bible faith establishes our active partnership with the invisible, thereby empowering us to do the impossible. Bible faith establishes our active partnership with the invisible, thereby empowering us to do the impossible. And I pray as we continue in this journey, your faith will continue to grow in the name of Jesus Christ. Your faith will not fail. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'd like us to rise on our feet and lift our hearts and ask God to help us to build our faith, that our faith will not fail. Lift up your voice and pray tonight. Father, help us to build our faith. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Now, quickly tonight, you are here tonight. There is no assumption. You are not born again. There is no way your faith can grow. Praise the Lord. So, please, if you are here tonight, I'd like you to lift up your right hand to God and say this prayer after me. If you are ready to give your life to Jesus Christ, say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I have come to you tonight. I am a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your precious blood. Tonight, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Is anyone here tonight that prayed that prayer? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? You prayed that prayer? Anyone in the house? Hallelujah. Give God a big hand of praise as we receive God's servant. If you are blessed, you will make it bigger for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You will fight to win. I say you will fight to win. Until you fight, you cannot celebrate. Because whatever you have is under threat. So you must believe God this season that you will fight until you receive victory. Please be seated. While we prepare to take the communion. There's this special three things I want you to know for about this battle. It's a must you will fight, sir. <laughs> like we're told, understanding how to build our faith for to fight. You are building a faith. You don't have a cupboard for faith. You build the faith to fight. By the inspiration of the Almighty, take note of this. That there are weapons in this battle. If you don't go with your weapon, you will be injured. What are the weapons? The Bible mentioned in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. It's for, it said, For our weapons are not carnal. It said, They are mighty to God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5 said, Casting down evil imagination. So that is our weapon. Anyone that goes to buy weapon on the day of battle is not ready for battle. <laughs> a lot of people want emergency approach to issues of life it doesn't work that way build your faith God knows what is ahead that is why he's emphasizing now build your faith when your faith is not built you will return injured you will not return injured in the mighty name of Jesus Christ number two you must take note about this fight he said there is a location for the fight <laughs> the best place a lion will fight is in the jungle not in the city 
because you can run into any house and close the door. The best place that you will see a fish perform is in the water. Take it out of the water, you see how useless the fish can be. I saw a documentary some time ago of how a vulture and a snake were fighting. They were on the ground. The snake was misbehaving, doing things. And this one managed to pick the snake and took it up there. The snake was useless up there. There is a place for the fight. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Operate from there. Far above principalities and power. Operate from there. Don't do carnal fight. Don't do things. It's not necessary. You use your eye. You do it, do it, do it. And carry and roll the person. That is not the fight, sir. It's a spiritual battle for physical victory. Not battle, not victory assumed. It's a victory that must be ascertained. That is the fight we are fighting. So there is a location. Pick the devil to that location, you will mess him up. Seated with Christ, far above principalities. And then number three, take note of this. There is a trophy. That is a testimony. Everyone that dares to fight will return with a trophy. Everyone that dares to fight returns with a trophy. Returns with a trophy. If you refuse to fight, you'll be messed up. So we must fight this good fight, the fight of faith, to enjoy the trophy. You'll be victorious this season. And finally, you must fight. It's a battle you must fight. What does that mean? Your enemy does not accept sorry. You can't tell the devil, sorry, I'm not doing it again. You know when you're fighting your friend, he puts your head here and he's hitting you seriously. You tap him and beg him, sorry. It asks you, he said, who is your father? I said, you are my father. And then, <laughs> you, now that's a polite way of ending the fight. In the wrestling we have today, somehow the man taps the ground, taps the ground. He says, it's okay, I want to die. It's okay, leave me. And then the, the devil does not know that one. So, look at scripture. The Bible says, in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1, he said, when thou goest to battle, you know what when means? It's a certain you must fight. So when you are running away, it's easy to beat you than when you stand. It is better you confront it now. If you run away from it, it will keep following you. So stand and fight this good fight. And how do you do that? Build your faith. Someone said, you build your faith, you starve your doubt. Build your faith, starve your doubt. As you build your faith this season, you become victorious. Rise your feet one more time and lift up your voice to heaven. Father, help me to fight to win this year. Help me. Every challenge of this year, I must become more than a conqueror. Help me to fight to win. By faith, help me to fight to win. Build my faith to the point of victory. This year, Lord, help me to fight. Is a when the enemy comes in like a flood. Not if the enemy. There is always a time to fight. Lord, help me to fight. Help me to be able to confront that issue. The issue that is a challenge to me, to my family, to my business, to my career. Help me, Father. And grace me. And grace me. Can somebody ask for grace to be disciplined? To build faith. Lord, give me the grace to be disciplined. To build my faith. Give me the grace. Lord, give me the grace to be disciplined. Disciplined in order to build my faith. Lord, and grace me to be studious. 
Give me the grace to be disciplined. Give me the grace to be disciplined. Give me the grace to be disciplined. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Faith you don't build will die. A plant that does not grow is about to die. You need to water it steady. You know the reason why you are big the way you are big, sir, is food. You kept eating. If you stop eating, I don't know if you have seen that picture of one particular place where, where they were starved. And then they show a, one eight-year-old child lying down. And the child was looking like a baby. The reason why you are this big is food, physical food. Now, in the realm of the spirit, what will increase your size is the food of the spirit. So we must believe God to be properly fed and as we are fed, exercise. Exercise. You think this is your stature? When you go for exercise, you will discover you can have a broad chest. Hello? Now in the realm of the spirit, we need to exercise ourselves. Build your faith. Build your faith. Concentrate on your spiritual life than you are on your, your physical. Praise the Lord. And I see God Engracing someone to walk against every power of the wicked in the mighty name of Jesus. You are going to ask for grace while the communion today. Lord, as I partake of the communion, Lord, let your grace, your fresh grace, the grace that helps to fight, to win, let the same flow in my blood today. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, as I partake of this communion today, let whatever is not of you that operates in me, around me, Lord, let the same be flushed away. Let it be flushed away. Cause me to partake of your divine nature. Help me to partake of your divine nature by the blood. Lord, help me to partake of your divine nature by the blood of Jesus tonight. Help me to partake of your divine nature. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Listen, every believer knows what to do. If I give you a room, represent me, cancel the people that comes in here you will cancel them but the challenge is this there is something that is stopping us from doing the right thing may that satanic veil be destroyed Amen. the grace to do what is right what is demanded not what is convenient may the same be released unto every one of us in the mighty name of jesus there is a level where your faith will grow your challenge will vanish i said there's a level where your faith will grow your challenge will vanish some challenges you see today you will look for them you won't see them anymore in the mighty name of Jesus. This table is blessed. It will work wonders in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. The strength of Jesus will run well. Receive now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. No doubt you have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-5242. 
0242-242-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaban at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you. said after two days we leave revivals and on the third day he will raise us up today lift up your voice and ask lord revive me spiritually revive me spiritually it is revival that brings the end to men surviving lord revive me spiritually spirit soul and body i desire revival i desire your revival today i desire your revival today revive me spirit soul and body Lord, revive me spirit, soul, and body. Father, revive me spirit, soul, and body. Revive me spirit, soul, and body. Thank you, precious Jesus. In Jesus' matchless name, we are praying. Father, send your word to us this day. We ask, O oh God, that you build our faith by your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Put your hands together for Jesus. As so please take your seat in his presence. Yesterday we heard a word from the Lord powerfully and today again may the Lord appear to us by his word in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember the theme of the month remains fight the good fight of faith. Let me quickly say this that faith that we fight is faith that is fed. The faith that we fight is a faith that is fed. When your faith is not fed your belief is down is low until your faith is fed you cannot become an overcomer so today i believe god that as we receive more of his word and dwell on his word daily studying the word of god meditating on the word of god may your level of faith increase and the signs and wonders be obvious for all to see your amen can be louder than that and we are considering understanding how to build your faith for a fight understanding how to build your faith for a fight yesterday we were told that faith grows by the world and has unlimited capacity for growth the one that we feed on is what grows our faith we were also told that faith also grows by prayer building your most holy faith praying the holy ghost the more we pray is mystery you're not speaking jargon you might not understand what you, say, you are saying, but it is mystery. It builds your faith. The more you speak in the Holy Ghost, the more your faith is being built. You don't need to know what you are saying most of the time. Just allow the grace of God to take over. I pray for you this season that your faith will grow to bring about the signs and wonders that you desire. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we're told that faith grows by hearing and understanding the word of God. We were also told that faith grows by meditating on the word of God. Please take time to meditate. The number of scripture you read is not as important like the number of scripture you understand. So it is not enough to study the word. You need to understand the word. 
the number of scriptures, the chapters you read is not as important and as like the one you understand. Many people read but don't have understanding. So meditating on God's word is what gives us spiritual understanding. The deeper you meditate, the more it's clear to you. And then you walk into a new realm of signs and wonders. That's where you will find yourself from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. And yesterday we saw the personally built faith saying that it is your responsibility. I can't have faith on your behalf. You need to have your own faith. Jesus' faith was constant, but he will ask them, do you believe that I can do this? Praise the name of the Lord. Also, the revelation built faith was also revealed to us yesterday. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's take note of the implication of not building our faith. The implication. When you know the implication, you will know how serious the matter is. The implication of not building our faith. Number one, it makes you unstable in life. When your faith is not built, it makes one unstable. James chapter 1 verse 8. It says a double-minded man is unstable. It's unstable. You cannot predict it somewhere today, tomorrow. It looks as if it's progressing before you know it is at the back again. Why is unstable in his ways? Why is a double-minded man? He doesn't have faith. Number two, implication of not building your faith is life void of profit. Life void of profit. You try to look for addition. There's no addition around the person. You leave the person 10 years ago, 10 years later you come, you meet the person worse than how he was 10 years ago. That shall not be you. But that is a product of lack of building of faith. When your faith is relying on other people, you are not building your faith. It is fine for someone to pray for you, but at some point, you should also be praying for others. How do you feel? I know you as a breastfeeding mother, she's happy to be the one breastfeeding the child. But when the child is a year old and is coming for the breast, it becomes a concern. <laughs> Have you seen that before? I've seen a child standing to breastfeed. He takes breast, sorry. Is standing to take breath. It becomes a concern. Yes, at a point the woman was concerned. Mick is not coming out. Mick is not coming out. They say you use you use this to press. You use this to get use this machine to bring it out. At a point, but at some point the child must stop sucking. How long do you want to rely on other people's feet? How long? It is time for you to sit down also to press the juice of God's word to collect your own portion of revelation. May God's word find full expression in your life. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2, it said, For the word that was preached to us was also preached to them. It said, But it profit them not. Why? They didn't mix it. So it, their life lacked profiting because there's no mixture of faith. You want to make cake. There are some ingredients that must be there. If not, the cake will become like guguru popcorn. <laughs> Because the ingredients is not there. When faith is missing, what you desire, you cannot get. So faith is a major requirement for us to get our possessions. May your faith grow this season. And number three, the implication of not building our faith. Emptiness. When you refuse to build your faith, you'll be empty. Look at scripture. James chapter 1 verse 7. It says, For let not that man think he can receive anything. Meaning the man is empty. Why? Because there is no faith. Look at it. 
Jesus walked around to see a man of faith to be healed. The day your faith comes alive, the day your great faith changed level, that is the day you change level spiritually. Praise the name of the Lord. May our faith grow all together in the name of Jesus Christ. The faith that works must be yesterday we looked at personally built faith, revelationally built faith. Let's look at some other three points today. It must be redemption rooted faith. It must be redemption rooted faith. The root of your faith determines how long it will last. The root of your faith. The root of your faith. There are some trees that when flood comes, it, it washes them away. There are some that remain standing. It might bend them, give them some time. They are standing again. Why? Because of their roots. Your roots determines your fruits. Your roots, the root of your faith determines how long you will last. When you see people having things for some time, not lasting, then check their faith. The faith is not strong. When the faith of a man comes, even when the flood comes, it just passes and leave him there. There are trees, no matter how strong the flood is, there are trees that will remain. There are trees that cannot be pushed down. They can be bent, but they will still stand again. That shall be you in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how the wind comes. When it goes, it will come back find you standing in the name of Jesus. So, new birth is a non-negotiable requirement for faith to deliver. New birth is a non-negotiable requirement for faith to deliver. Just like every man that desires a visa must get a passport. Am I correct? Now, the passport to the realm of the spirit is your salvation, redemption. In John chapter 3 verse 3, it said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a location, it's an experience. Hear me? The kingdom of God is not a location because people sit down and wait for heaven to come. You'll be shocked. <laughs> You'll be hundred. your child will come and be hundred also. <laughs> and then they are still waiting. It is not a location. It's an experience. May the kingdom of God be manifested to you in the name of Jesus. He said, you might not see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus rather began to ask questions. Do you mean I have to go into my mother's womb? He said, no. He said, that which is born of a flesh is flesh. And that which is born of a spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Verse 8. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. They can't understand you. You yourself become a mystery. That shall be you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God. It's not in what, according to scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. It said the kingdom of God is not in what was power. So it is not talking about a location. It's talking about a lifestyle. The manifestation of heaven on earth. That shall be your experience in Jesus' name. To experience God. That's what it means. The kingdom of God is to experience God here on earth. For God to manifest himself unto you. In Mark chapter 4 verse 11. It said unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parable. They look at like just stories. But to you that is born of God, that is why we say that redemption is a foundation for every child of God. If you must grow in faith, then redemption is a must. Praise the name of the Lord. 
in first john chapter 5 verse 4 it said for whatsoever is born of god overcome the world and this is a victory that overcome the world even our faith but first be born of god then you overcome by faith may you overcome over every challenge of life i say you will overcome no one can see what the kingdom offers until he is born again no one can see what the kingdom offers until he is born again in revelation chapter 5 verse 12 it spells out what the kingdom offers it said what is the lamb that was slain to receive power to receive riches to receive wisdom to receive strength to receive honor to receive glory to receive blessing everything that man needs is hidden in this blessing sevenfold blessings everything just think about it whatever you need is inside this sevenfold blessing that was why it came so the essence of redemption is this in this scripture what is the lamb that was slain to receive power and then riches and glory and strength and honor and blessing that shall be you in Jesus' name. May you receive the same in the name of Jesus Christ. New birth translate the redeemed from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. It moves us, it relocates us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. That is what redemption does. It, it translates us, it moves us away from it. It moves us away from it. They say something is happening in China. And then you are not too disturbed. You know why you are not in China. If you are in China, you, if you want to drink water, you remember it. You want to move out, you think of Max. Is somebody getting me now because you are not in china you are not troubled god forbid the day they said the thing cross border now you see people being so spiritual now they anoint themselves anointing against i didn't mention the name <laughs> praise the name of the lord i was watching people i said people are emphasizing this thing too much the way they call it it's my branch their house don't see it don't say it. you don't need it are you hearing what i'm saying so you don't have to anoint yourself specially for it. Why? Because you are not there. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places where they don't have transportation to affect you. They can't have access to you. What is affecting them cannot affect you. That is where you are seated. So remain there. As you remain there, evil will not come near you. In Jesus' name. I don't know what the first person that carries it um, has done. So it's not your portion. Amen. Amen. It will never be your portion in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. He said, and has raised us together and made us sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. That's where you are sitting. In what? Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Not by his side, but inside of him. So you are dwelling inside of him. So what wants to affect you must first affect Christ. You are seated where? In Christ Jesus. And not with. In Christ Jesus. Your child is seated where? In Christ Jesus. Your husband is seated where? Your wife is seated there. In Christ Jesus. So it doesn't matter what they say. You know that song? It doesn't matter what the people say. It doesn't matter what the eyes may see. Oh Lord, you are so good. So it, it is so good that you, it, you can't be affected by the forces of wickedness. Praise the name of the Lord. The capital proof of new birth is in the new life that we now live. Praise the Lord. Therefore, if any man be in Christ a new creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things become new. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. That shall be your experience. New things in the name of Jesus. Number two, prompt response faith. Prompt response faith. Faith requires prompt response. 
Procrastination defies your miracle. That man procrastinated for 38 years. He stayed by the river where people have been healed and became an historian there but never had an experience of healing. By the beautiful gate where people come to encounter beautiful things yet he was there and there was no good experience. It is prompt response that faith requires to answer for you. In John chapter 5 verse 1 it's after there after this there was a feast of the jews and jesus went up to jerusalem now there is a at jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the hebrew hebrew tongue Bethesda. it's having five porches verse three it said in this lay a great multitude of important folks of blind hearts without waiting for the moving of the water it said for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the waters whosoever then first 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 after the troubling of the water steps in every time you hear testimonies please be the first to step in every time you hear a word that looks like your word be the first to hold it sir you don't need everything that is said in any service you just need the right word you don't need everything it's not everything they say some of you want to cram and write everything it's not necessary there is this word that is for you when you get it you hold it till you get home put it in your pocket i have gotten my word that is why you see people sharing testimony referring to a service that you and i attended but we cannot remember that that thing was said why they cut their word in every service in every study look for your own word A song that I said, just a word from you, Lord, is more than silver nor gold. All I need is your word that keeps me moving from strength to strength. Just a word. Martha was beating, trying to satisfy God or Jesus. She was trying to and looked at Mary, sat with Jesus and was so mad at her. He said, no, Jesus is taking nonsense. He said, how can this girl be said, won't you teach her common sense? You tell her, but if common sense refuses to tell her, Jesus, tell her to come and join me to prepare pepper soup for you. And Jesus said, you are busy on too many things. Like your name is Martha. You are mattering about too many things. He said, there is just this thing that is important, which is the world. And Mary have found that thing. May you be the Mary. The Mary to find the world. In the name of Jesus Christ. He sent a word. Not too many words. He sent a word unto Jacob. And Jacob carried the word to affect the whole of Israel. He sent a word. You can be the Joseph in your family. That will carry a word to your family. That will affect everybody positively. Just a word. You don't need too many words. You need just a word. And as the word comes you dive into it. Take note. That faith requires a diving. Luke chapter 16 verse 16. The law and prophet were unto John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. And every man pressed into it. Every man pressed into it. Everyone was touching Jesus. But there's this woman that touched specially. The woman with the issue of blood. You must press into it if you must get the blessing from it. In Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Look at prompt obedience there. A prompt, remember we're talking about prompt response of faith. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. It said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of the country 
and from the kindred and from the for the father's land unto a land where I will show thee. In verse 2, he said, And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. Now, there was no consultation in verse 4. He said, So Abraham departed. Sir, sometimes your consultation can get you stranded. Imagine that, like we were told yesterday, that our father in faith decided to listen to the person that said, No, God did not call you. Imagine that he went to listen to him. Now, this ministry will have been given to a replacement. A replacement. Everyone, for every assignment that God has given to you that you delay, God looks for a replacement. For everything, instruction, he gives to you. That is why you see somebody doing what you thought of. No, you didn't take step. He wanted it immediately. Now, do you care to know that Abraham never consulted in his wife to step out? That's a hard one. God said he wants your son. And then there was no family meeting. Then you carry your child, I'm traveling. And then you begin to go. Even the child got concerned sometime on the way. Said, Where is the lamp? <laughs> the father in his heart was thinking. Say, see lamp talking. <laughs> lamp is looking for lamp. So you are gone. <laughs> but the angel was there. No, you don't have to touch this time. Look at the lamp. There will always be a way of escape for people that take step of faith. The step of faith is required. Sir, there are things that God will not do for you. One of it is to take step for you. There are things he can close doors so help you to see clearly like he did for me. <laughs> he can close door like he has done for other people. Close every door. He said, this is the way. You must go through this door. A few days ago, my elder brother my father's second son <laughs> he sent a message to me on whatsapp he said i am not surprised about what you are doing he reminded me of the story my mother told me he said when you are about three to five years old thereabout, the pastor will be preaching in church somewhere some anytime they speak the story of somebody forget don't mention somewhere in our church i will run from behind there and come to the front <laughs> until you take the giant step you might become a mockery of your originality Sir, you are the one to be laying hand. You end up going to look for hands to be laid on you. Until you take, there is a step to take in business. Until you take that step, you might be stranded for long. There is a step. Nobody will take it for you. The water was fearful. But they said, take step. And immediately you took step. He did not wait. He did not rehearse it. He took step. Sir, the step you are taking is a step of faith. And somebody will always say, what if it doesn't work? Also, generate the ability to also say, what if it works? Ah, look at the one the devil used to cheat people. This is South Africa. You know that? He says it. So as soon as I say it, something inside of you just die. So where do you go now? You are already in South Africa. If you will fail, it's better you fail trying than not trying. Uh, what happened? I thought you started this business. I started, but that is not the way. I'm gathering myself again. I will start again. Hey, you want to do this? Ah, you are not a you are not a citizen. Oh, you don't have ID. What of heaven's ID? If heaven identify you, who identify you around does not matter. Let heaven just identify you. Push me, they go. Carry me, they go. <laughs> May God push you into lamplight. That is one of the things that the devil used to punch all people's faith. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Abraham, he grew to a point where he became the friend of God, a consultant. In the name of Jesus, as you send your word to me tonight, let it be a season of race for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, this is the third day we have started since Wednesday. Lord Jesus, this day is my own day. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let this be my own certain day. In the name of Jesus, send your word my way again. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, in this word you are about to send, I receive my own. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Father, as we go into your word, we pray that your spirit we enlighten our hearts again in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak to our heart directly from your throne of grace and mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let this be for our lifting and a race in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you've answered. In Jesus' awesome name, we are prayed. Amen. Jam those hands together for Jesus and take your seat. I want to appreciate the name of God for this privilege to share with us tonight. This is God enabling the available. It's not by qualification. Hallelujah. Since Wednesday, we've started on the series titled Understanding How to Build Your Faith for a Fight. Understanding How to Build Your Faith for a Fight. And tonight, we shall be considering part 1C. Hallelujah. There's a common saying in this ministry that wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. So the subject of faith cannot be overemphasized. First John chapter 5 verse 4. Said, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now to fight an invisible battle you need an invisible and invincible weapon which is faith bible says we are not wrestling against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world and so you will not need a physical weapon to fight the fight of faith but you need the weapon of faith hallelujah to fight this fight now faith is a tangible force or weapon though you cannot see it but the impact is ever undeniable the impact of faith cannot be denied for anyone who has experienced the exploits of faith before you know that you cannot deny it when the force of faith is at work hallelujah so faith is a fundamental requirement for getting things done in this kingdom there's nothing you can accomplish in this kingdom without the force of faith that is why hebrew chapter 11 verse 6 says it is impossible to please him without faith he said for he that must come to him must first believe that he is and that he is also a rewarder of whoever seek him diligently so if your faith is not in place you have no place in this kingdom 
for you to achieve or accomplish anything in this kingdom your faith must be in place hallelujah if you read that hebrew 11 verse 6 further you will see the bible is saying by faith by faith by faith through faith so so and so accomplished so any faithless believer is a defeated believer already without faith the battle is already lost hallelujah so every patriarch of faith achieved by faith and that is why if you go into the scripture abaku chapter 2 verse 4 romans chapter 1 verse 17 galatians 3 11 hebrew 10 38 all of them saying the same thing that they just can only live by faith the just can only live by faith hallelujah ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 says above all take with you the seed of faith which which will be able to do what to quench every fiery that any that that the devil is shooting your way in this year 2020 the seed of faith will quench them in the mighty name of jesus so number one we must understand that faith is in levels which means it can be nurtured to grow faith is in level and it can be nurtured to grow and it can be built and that is why we are considering understanding how to build it we will not tell you what is we will tell you how it is we won't tell you what is available alone but we tell you how to get it and that is what is unique about this ministry hallelujah so how do you build a faith that is ready for a fight a fight of victory hallelujah so faith that we fight according to god's servant yesterday is the faith that is fed if your faith is not fed it cannot fight have you ever seen an ugly man fighting before in fact when it appears that he's hungry people will want you don't touch him more so that you won't be in trouble because if you touch him and he dies you are in trouble so any faith that must fight must be a faith that is well fed so the faith that we fight is the faith that is fed the depth of your faith determines the height of his delivery the depth of your faith determines the height of its delivery any faith that will make gigantic delivery must be deeply rooted so how do you build faith we were told that faith grows by the word of god and has unlimited capacity for growth that is why romans chapter 10 verse 7 that was a faith comment by hearing and hearing by what by the word of god it only come by hearing and hearing it again and again praise the lord and then the second point that we were told is that prayer and fasting is a means to grow your faith isaiah 58 verse 6 8 and 10. now always remember that faith building is a personal responsibility praise the lord faith building is what a personal responsibility if you are going for an exam i can't read on your behalf 
You cannot use the knowledge of your friend to write your own exam. You will fail. So you must take personal responsibility for building your faith. This time, about you have exam tomorrow. You say, ah, don't worry, my friend is reading. If God wants to deal with you, they will separate the two of you tomorrow. Praise the Lord. So you must take personal responsibility to build your own faith. And you know, if I do it for you, it is called what? Examination malpractice. Praise the Lord. So the faith that must work, hallelujah, we have been told there are several kinds of faith that must work. Tonight we are going to consider four different kinds of faith that must work. Number one is the kingdom advancement driven faith. The kingdom advancement driven faith. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What does that mean? Stop running after additives. <clears throat> Stop doing what? Stop running after additives. We all know that additives are not the main thing. Scientists, you know that additives are not what? The main thing. There's nobody that will prepare a malaweba or whatever it is and eat it with magi. You can't do that. There must be correct soup. But magi is an addition. These things that we run after are the things that make the kingdom sweet, but they are not the kingdom. So seek ye first the kingdom. When you have the kingdom, you have all these things. Some of us may not understand what this means. I remember as a young man, as a very young man, praise God. In the city of Ibadan, my father got so tired of me going to church one day and told me to get out of the house. Then what is wrong with you? Are they paying you money in that church? You are going, you'll be going to church every day. What is your problem? Get out of my house. And for one whole year, I was sent out of the house for going to church too much. Praise the Lord. But going to church too much has paid off today. You know the testimony there is that it was that same year that I was sent out of the house. As a young man, I was barely 20 years old. That was the year I floated my first company. That was the year that I floated my first company. As a young man, 20 years of age. Say, get out of my house. You are going to church too much. Are they paying you money there? But God will pay you money and pay you beyond money. Hallelujah. Now, there are four examples from the scripture here that we are going to look at. Number one is Nehemiah. Praise the Lord. We will see in the book of Nehemiah. Hallelujah. From chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. The Bible talked about Nehemiah that he was the cupbearer for the king. So, it means that he has his own trouble. He was a slave one and he was a cupbearer. So, he has his own trouble. But he was more concerned about the state of Jerusalem, about the state of Judah, that he was praying for Jerusalem and not for himself. A whole chapter, he was busy praying. Many of us, every time prayer is raised, it's God, give me, God, give me, God, give me, God, me, 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 only me. And that is why you make God look as if he doesn't answer prayer. Praise the Lord. Now, God's servant, please permit me to share this. The truth of the matter is, every time I am giving 
personal intercession to take care. I stand before God. I say the truth. I pray for this church. I don't pray God give me. God give me. Thank God I've shared the testimony. Did God give me or he didn't give me? He gave me. Hallelujah. So it's not God give me. God give me. That is the kingdom of God. He said, seek ye first that kingdom. Nehemiah was busy praying for the ruins of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And God that saw his heart gave him that avenue to prove himself. And he did prove himself. Everything he asked for, he got it. But that is not the testimony. The testimony is that Nehemiah moved. If you read chapter 2 verse 1 to 10. And then in chapter 5 verse 14. Please studio, put it up. He moved from a wine bearer for the king. To a city builder for the Lord. And from being a city builder for the Lord, he was appointed a governor of Judah. As you build God's kingdom, God will appoint you in the mighty name of Jesus. He will take you to places you never dream of. We didn't see Nehemiah praying to be governor over Judah in any place in the scripture. That was not his focus. His focus was to build the reigns of Jerusalem. And as he was building the kingdom, God was busy building him. God will build you this year. Beyond your widest dream, God will build you. In the mighty name of Jesus. But what is the secret? Seek ye first. Hallelujah. The second person is Job. Hallelujah. God was so proud of Job that God was boasting about Job to the devil. Have you seen my servant? And the devil said, "Ah, look at how you have fortified him. How will he not be faithful to you? But God said, I know his heart. He's not about the things I've given him. He's about his heart for me. I said, okay, go ahead, touch him. But don't touch his soul. And he had many troubles. We have read the story. We don't need to go into reading all the story. But what does the Bible have to say about him? In chapter 42, verse 10. The Bible says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. What did Job do? when he prayed for his friends also god didn't stop there said also the lord gave job twice as much as he had before the grace for twice as much will come upon you in the name of jesus as you take it upon yourself to pray for the concerns of others god will take care of your own needs number three paul the apostle first corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 to 17 i don't know how many of us we have gotten to this point but Paul declaring boldly, he said, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. So whether I like it or not, I do it. In season and out of season, when it is convenient and when it is not convenient, I am bound to do it. Praise God. We know those people who come to church only when it is convenient for them. Say, you know, I'm just returning from work by 5 o'clock. I, you know, the stress of the day, I can't be coming to church by 5.30. So we come on Sunday, we come on Sunday. And that is why some has not gone beyond the level of Sunday, Sunday blessing. Praise God. There is something extra that God asks to some of us that come during the week. Tell them when you see them. Praise God. 
he said for me to live is christ and to die is gain why because he got to a point in his ministry where he boldly declared i can do all things he didn't come ordinarily but by virtue of his level of commitment and dedication he has confidence in the ability of god to accomplish anything through him so he came out to say i can do all things through christ that strengthens me how many of us can boldly say that there are some of us that when we see cockroach in our house alone you will call pastor I saw something. What does it look like? I don't know if it's a bird or a... This thing just flew past. You wake up, Pastor, 2 a.m. in the midnight. Hallelujah. The Lord will build your faith. As you desire it and take responsibility for it, I see you becoming a giant in the faith in the name of Jesus. Number two. The fear-free faith. The fear-free faith. Number two. We say the story of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3, verses 15 to 28. The Bible said, when the king made that furnace of fire, they, asked, they saw the fire. They didn't tell them they will make it if they don't bow. The fire is made already in case they don't bow. So it's not as if they didn't know how serious it was. But they said, when Nebuchadnezzar said, let me see that God that will deliver you, they got offended in the spirit. And then, they called the king by his name they didn't say oh king live long they said oh nebuchadnezzar we are not careful to answer you in this matter because we have touched our god that is a fearless kind of faith and if you are thinking it's because they were too sure that god will deliver them they said we know that god will deliver but even though in case he doesn't deliver us we will still not bow to your idol when you dare God with this kind of daring faith, the, the praise the Lord, the fear-free kind of faith, God will always show up for you. How did it end? He said, did we not cast three people into this fire? He said, I saw four people walking free in the fire and the appearance of the fourth one is like that of the Son of God. In every difficult situation of life, Jesus will appear for you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then, I remember I, I lived by a herbalist as a young man. The herbalist was living right beside my house. And the man would come out every morning and make mouth and eulogize himself, call himself all manner of name. That if he step on shadow alone, ten people can die. He would say all manner of things and say it loud in front of my house so that I could hear him. I kept quiet. Until one day, he went and robbed something on my car. And I got angry in my spirit. So I came out carry blood or sprinkling sprinkled everywhere and blew some dangerous tongue when i greet this man he will call me away if you're yoruba you know the meaning of away that is a derogatory way to greet somebody when someone is greeting you say away the next morning as i came out of my house the man saw me and said oh god that is the kind of fear free faith that god wants you to operate in he said the quietness of the lion is not because of fear praise god Number three, expectation steered faith. Psalm 62, verse 5 My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Praise the Lord. Said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Giving expectation to your faith is the way to go. That is how God knows that you are serious about it. And how do you express this? In your actions. 
you can't pray father as we are going out for evangelism let there be no rain and then you tell your son please bring the umbrella for me in case there is rain means you don't believe in the prayer you have prayed your action your vocation your verbalization everything you say must point to your faith praise god said the kind of faith that we talk about collect those things which be not as though they were romans chapter 4 verse 17 even when you have not added thank god for it act as if you have it already proverbs 23 18 says surely there is an end and the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off and finally tonight is the patience roasted faith the kind of faith that is rooted with patience one of the conditions or one of the cardinal pivot of confidence we have in god is the fact that god cannot lie he doesn't speak according to the level of our faith but according to his own ability to perform so your faith must rise to the level of his ability to partake of his promise and that is why you need to build your faith so while building your faith you need patience that is born out of confidence in his unfailing ability that no matter how long it takes i know that god will come through for me it doesn't matter how long it takes i know he will do what come true for me hebrews 6 12 to 18 said that ye be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises for when god made promise to abraham because he could swear by no greater he swear by himself saying surely blessing i will bless thee and multiplying i will multiply thee said and so after he had patiently again endured he obtained the promise for men verily swear by the greater and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife wherein god willing more abundantly to show himself unto the years of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for god to lie we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us hallelujah how many of you know god cannot lie here and that is why your faith must be confidence rooted in patience praise the lord in james the bible speaking he said god is not slack concerning his promise as men do understand slackness he said but before him a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day what does that mean he said he makes all things beautiful in his own time not your time if god gives you before your time it will destroy you he knows the right time for you everything will come for you at the very point in time of god he makes all things beautiful in his time hallelujah romans 4 16 to 21 17 says he called those things that be not as those they were but 20 says he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god so as i round up tonight why you patiently wait in faith for the promise of god what are you supposed to do number one call those things that be not as though they were walk in that confidence that you know that god will come through for you no matter what call them you are expecting the fruit of the wound call yourself mama blessing mommy patience mommy god's gift mommy goodness call yourself tell them 
Don't call me sister so and so again. I am mama blessing. That is calling those things that be not as though they were. And secondly, while you wait, give God the glory. Give God what? The glory. He said he was not weak in faith, but he was strong in faith, giving God the glory. Give him the praise for the things that you have not received. Please stand to your feet tonight as we go to God. Lord Jesus, I receive grace for greater level of faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray in case you are not born again tonight. You have not started this journey of faith at all. If you are in the house tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you. Lord, I release myself unto you. Cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Accept me into the beloved in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you pray the prayer, please come forward. Let's put our hands together as we receive God's servant. We are blessed by that word. We make it bigger. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. You must keep feeding yourself on this kind of word to grow in faith. A little here, a little there. Before you know it, you are there. Praise the Lord. It is very important that we keep feeding ourselves with the word of God. When a man hears that there is a race to be run, what he does is to exercise himself, shed weight. I've not seen a very fat footballer playing for any country. I don't know if you have seen one. It's very fat. And he says, he's a footballer. Why is he fat? He says, so that if he shoots the ball, he can sometimes use his tummy to block it. No, they shed weight. They shed, and that's why we have taken time to shed weight. In the realm of the spirit, you are gaining weight. And this weight will help you all through the month of March and beyond. In the mighty name of Jesus. We must exercise ourselves in the word of God. There are some things that will not be done by God for you. You must exercise yourself. Whatever you hear is for you to exercise with. Listen to instructions. Hear the word of God. Upgrade your level of feeding. Upgrade your level of feeding on the word of God. There are different avenues today that we are, are privileged to hear the word. In those days, the only thing we have is cassette. And the day they, they something stop eating up your... your <laughs> I know some of us have experienced it. They have a cassette and then you put it. That is where we hear that statement. The statement that pastor made reference to praise god it's oppression is real we, we play the case so if you are not fortunate uh, the enemy comes into your radio and eats up the case and that is the end of it so you cut it straight it and use tape to bind it together play it again it will reduce the message however you are keep playing until the message cannot be heard again but today we have access to youtube we have access to all manner of platform. You can go and hear the word of God. Sir, I will never preach without hearing somebody say something about what I'm about to preach. It is pride to think that you know it all. There is no day. Sometimes five different messages. I just want them to just play with my mind. I don't write what they say. I don't prepare to say what they say. I just allow them to tamper with my own mind. And then when they are done, I discover sometimes I say those things they say without knowing. It just flows out. Some of the things I that's why I love to hear the message again. To hear what I said because I did not hear what I said. They played with my mind and somehow the thing came out from my mouth. So we must take time to do this. This is what our fathers do. One day we were in a meeting where Kenneth Copeland was teaching pastors. It was a pastor's meeting. And as he was teaching, God said, Bishop, oh, they could rose up and ran to him. He said, hold on, sir. 
He said, this, way, this level you are going is not yet their level. He said, come down to this level. And they were in front of everybody. He said, okay, okay, you mean that? Okay, they started from that point again. Praise the Lord. So they, everyone is learning, upgrading what they know. If you use what you know before to operate this year, you have failed already. Say, God forbid. So we must upgrade learning. We must upgrade our faith. Don't operate faith malpractices. I had that one for the first time today. Faith, then when you, you rely on your wife's faith, wife rely on husband's faith. He said, Only are you praying at all? This woman, you are angry at the woman. You are not praying. The woman saying you are not praying. Other people are praying for their husband. Don't operate like that. Everyone should build his faith. It's our own faith. It's a personal race, like we had earlier. And as you build your faith, you will see your faith changing level. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Like we are told, faith are in measures. We have weak faith. The Bible said that Abraham staggered not. He was not weak in faith. Meaning it was possible to be weak in faith. We have little faith. He told them, O ye of little faith. We have growing faith. Second Thessalonians 1 3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. So there is no place where you come, you have arrived. You keep walking on your faith little by little, topping it up, topping it up. And before you know it, you become a sign and wonder. That shall be your new identity in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember what the word of Lord says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. For what? To run well in the month of March. So we take time every month to prepare to run well. Rise to your feet. Father, as you have renewed my strength in these three days, clear off every barrier ahead of me in the month of March. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Lord, as you have renewed my strength, I have heard your word. I have heard your word. Your word coming to me daily. Father, clear off every barrier. They that do wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, renew my strength. My strength to conquer. Renew my strength. The strength to overcome. Lift up your voice and pray. In the book of Isaiah 40 verse 31 it said but they that wait upon the law shall renew their strength they shall mount up wings as eagles father renew my strength as eagle i will not be found on the ground i will not be found on the ground renew my strength renew my strength renew my strength i have waited these three days lord let there be renewal of strength spiritually renewal of strength financially renew my strength oh lord renew my strength oh lord renew my strength oh lord in jesus mighty name we pray he said they shall run and not go weary i declare concerning you you will not go weary may your strength be renewed constantly i say you will not go weary in the name of jesus stretch forth your hands toward the communion and you pray father immune my system against disease no matter what name it is called lord immune my system my children against evil disease lift up your voice and pray immune my system against evil disease lord immune, immune my system spirit soul and body against every form of disease it doesn't matter the name lord immune me against all form of sicknesses and diseases Immune my system. Oh, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. 
Can Jesus be here and be afraid of coronavirus? The reason why you have corona is because you need a corolla. You know there's a car called corolla. Eh? So every corona is exchanged for a corolla. <laughs> you hear, hear the devil. Are you getting me? It's corona. Somebody was saying in a, in, a, in a drama, I love Nigeria, I tell you. They mess up the thing till the thing disappears by himself. The person said, he said, Ebola, we ate it. He said, give us corona, we will eat it. He said, we ate blue flu, uh, bird flu. We ate the bed and left the flu for them. <laughs> no sickness is permitted around you. You are immune in Jesus. No sickness is permitted around you. Now, listen. As a child of God, you must not be known to as first in negative issues. As a child of God, you must not be known. Popularity with negativity is not a possible. I decree that your children are protected. I decree that every member of this assembly is protected. In the name of Jesus. Corona near the voice of the Lord. You are dead at arrival. In the name of Jesus Christ. Just like it came. It will go back to where it came from. It's a sickness that they made for Egyptian. It is not your person. I decree preservation in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. So our set is in the Lord. How long will I be washing my hand? Now you now come, come to shake me now. And I wash my hand before I shake you. How will you feel? That's how they came with Ebola. To do feet washing became a challenge. We saw, they said it's time for feet washing. People were running outside the church. What kind of rubbish is that? It shall not happen. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. The table is blessed. Immune against evil. In Jesus mighty name. So allow your children. Don't